Welcome to Generation Why Am I Like This? I'm Casey. I'm Liz. And I'm Alec. And this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhoods. And this week is probably the most important topic we've ever talked about, which is Degrassi, <laughs> right? We can all agree Degrassi is like top tier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I love Degrassi too. Is it, it Degrassi is or Degrassi? How do you say it? I would say Degrassi. Yeah. Maybe because I'm like they're Canadian and they like the like the long A sound. Yeah. So I've just done that. Degrassi. Um, Degrassi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which I will say, so everyone, so th- this isn't really a segue, um, <laughs> but when they talk about Canadians, they always go a boot. And I've always like, even as a kid, known that it's like a Canadian filmed thing by how they say out, because it's always out. Out. Like, yeah. get out of my room. <laughs> And I'm always like, oh, they're Canadian. <laughs> there's your sign. There's oh. that. There's that, and it's also. Um, uh, I also catch this when I'm watching something like Kim's Convenience. It's when they're like, I'm sorry, and it's like, oh, sorry, oh, oh yes. sorry. Like when Kimchi always I... goes, I'm sorry, and I'm like, uh, that's so silly. <laughs> so I just love it's like the little tidiest words to be like, oh, they are. This was filmed in Canada. That's nice. Yeah, both were actually filmed in Toronto. Fantastic. Oh. So was um, Pierce Folk. Yeah, I didn't go to those locations, but I did. So I went to Toronto um, right before the world stopped turning. And <laughs> um, I actually went to Kim's Convenience, and I also went to Degrassi Street. Because those were the only oh, things yeah, I remember. Is it a real that. street? Yeah, it's a real street. Oh, it's cool. like D-E space Grassi Street. So. Day Grassi. And the show, they like merge it together. <laughs> did you Day? see the school? Great. Is the school there? The school's not real. <laughs> Like, is it CGI? Yeah, it's a CGI. <laughs> How is the school not real? What is the building, then? The whole then? building. <laughs> the whole building is CGI. Well, it's, it's, I think it's a set. Or it's, well, like, filmed somewhere else, but it's, like, it's not, like, Degrassi Street. Like, I don't think that's the actual school of Degrassi. Yeah, but I, I want to know where like, the building is. I will then Google it. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> We're off to a great of, start. <laughs> I know. Uh, this is how I wanted this to go. No, but so I, I kind of joked about it. But honestly, this is like one of the nearest and dearest like shows from when I was a child, to, like to my heart. And I've watched it so many times. Not the whole series because it's really freaking long. Um, but I remember um, the first time I watched this show was over the summer, and I guess they just finished airing the first season, um, and it was on the end. Hell yeah, it was. That's where I first saw it. Yes, it's so good. Um, And, like, I think it just finished airing the first season because they did a marathon of every single episode. And I caught the marathon at the beginning. And it was, like, a three-day marathon because the the end only runs for so many hours. Mm -hmm. So I, like, caught it Friday night. And then I just watched Saturday and finished off the show on Sunday. So I watched, like, the whole first season then. And I was like, this show's amazing. (laughs) They understand me, and, and I was like the same age as Emma and everything. So it's just like, this is perfect. I know what this is like. These are what my feelings are on these topics. <laughs> Things are hard to be kids, aren't they? Things are hard to be kids. <laughs> That's, I was very articulate then, and still am now. No wonder you didn't have any friends. <laughs> wow, it's true. I know. Um, How did you relate to any of this? Did you- <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, I mean, to no surprise, I really related to Toby. 
Because he's only friends with them because he needed to be to have storylines. Um, but also, like, <laughs> a, a kid of divorce that, like, is dealing with, like, a blended family issues and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I just liked it. I hated Emma all the time, but also thought she was right and smarter than I was. And then as I grow up, I'm like, no, Emma's just stupid. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why you hate me is because I'm right and smarter than you. Oh, you're an Emma? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would be part Emma. I don't know. Is there a quiz that we can figure out who we are? Um, I have yeah, thought. We can talk I, about this later. I have thoughts well, about who I am. I would say I was a Toby and like a Terry. That's how I viewed myself. Oh. But Terry's most of her storylines were about being fat and trying to be confident. And Toby was being a loser and people making fun of him for it. So I was like, my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> until, obviously, until season two when we got Marco as the gay kid. And like his coming out episode was like an eye-opening experience for me and yeah. also a reason why i was like i'm not coming out of the closet anytime soon. <laughs> goodbye <world. laughs> um yeah so what are your experiences with the show though any like standout moments or anything from it i specifically remember seeing the first the first episode, I can't remember if I saw both parts, because it is a two-parter, the very first episode. Uh, they really start with a bang. Um, but I saw it before I had to go to a high school football game. I was probably, like, a freshman, and it was on the inn, of course. And I remember just watching it and being like, I feel like this is so overdramatic, but also I'm obsessed with this. And <laughs> I did I did watch, oh, probably the first three seasons fairly regularly. Not necessarily, like... I would see them when they premiered on the end or whatever, but I would watch them when they did repeats and try to keep up with the storylines. You could not tell me that this fucking show was, like, super grown up and legit. Like, I thought all the storylines were so, like, sophisticated. I don't know. I was watching this weekend, and I was like, the duality of man for sure, because I was like... You know, this show really holds up, but at the same time, I was like, oh, this is what I thought was super serious when I was 14 years old? Like, come on. Come the fuck on. Yeah, yeah that's but that's pretty much my background. I think that's kind of why it's so good, though, because it really does, like, speak to that age so well of, like, the problems there that now are, like, that's light and stupid, they felt so important yeah. then. Yeah, and yeah like, it I never really it feels... It. And it still doesn't feel like talking down. Like, even though there are... Uh, you know, fairly big characters in the show that are adults. Like, it never really feels like you're talking down or, like, trying to preach to the kids. Um, there's always, like... it's. It feels like a conversation, which is nice. Yeah. And, like, I love, too, in the first episode, so one of the characters, Caitlin, is talking to Emma, who's a kid, and Emma's, like, trying to find advice. Who the fuck and is like, Caitlin? Caitlin, she was from the original series. She's... It's oh, the thing. blonde? Way, yeah, she's one yeah, of yeah, the Yeah, 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 okay. I was trying um, to think what but, kid was Caitlin. I was like, what? Yeah. So she gives Emma advice, though. And then after Emma, like, goes to her room, uh, Caitlin's talking to Emma's mom, Spike, and is like, I don't know if I gave good advice or not. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have horrible relationships. I don't know why I just gave this kid advice. And I was like, even the adults are kind of right. <laughs> like, well, yeah. this is truth. It's so nice. Yeah, it was nice to see. Yeah. What about you, Liz? Um, well, I also watched this show, uh, like, growing up. I mean, I, I definitely watched it on the inn, um, and because this, with, like, Instant Star and Radio Free Roscoe, those were all ones that I liked watching, um, 
I have watched it a lot since then as well, like as an adult, because this is kind of just a comfort show to me. Like, I like to go back to it every once in a while. I don't think I've ever seen every single episode, to be honest. Like, I've never sat down and made sure to watch everything. Um, I would say I've gotten decently far into the into this season, this series. I never watched the OG Degrassi. Um, I've gotten decently far into this series, and then I watched everything on Netflix of Degrassi Next Class, but I didn't see the beginning of Degrassi Next Class, like, the their first, like, season or whatever. I know, because I think they maybe had, you know, is it, like, one season before they moved to Netflix, or how many seasons did they have before? Um, well, technically, the Netflix is just the new class, but okay. I'll talk about that in a bit. But okay. the four seasons of next class on on netflix that's that whole series and i've watched all of that and it's really good but some of those characters were in some of those characters were in the end of the season okay that's what it is yeah 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 okay so with uh, do you have like a favorite standout moment because there's Um, there's so many from the show (laughs) i know i mean obviously the whole drake storyline is one that's very very memorable to me like the school shooting situation Um, I mean, like, that was a huge plot line that I feel like was a huge part of our pop culture because, like, you know, I mean, obviously there was a lot of information on the news and stuff like that about school shootings, but I feel like this was one of the earlier teen, like, directed towards young people things that dealt with school shootings. Uh, I mean, now it's become a huge part of our culture, unfortunately, because it's, like, part of everyday life for a lot of people. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I think that that, to me, is probably the most memorable storyline. Um, I always weirdly liked Craig, even though he sucks. Like, I mean, like, I had a huge crush on Craig. Like, I just really liked him. But he like sucks as a character. I feel like every character in the show, though. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's true. Everybody kind of sucks at some point. But, like, uh, I... <laughs> no, the only character... There is a perfect character in the show, and it is Liberty Van Zandt. She is yeah. iconic right. and perfect, so and you can do no wrong. You're right. I retract that statement anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I I actually like because um, I rewatched some of the series um, honestly just like a year ago because I love this show so much too, and that school shooting episode holds up in like the most bizarre way. But one because like it was filmed before we really got like the school lockdown codes and procedures, so it like really took that moment of panic that mm-hmm. obviously is always there but sometimes shows now make it seem like so sterile like we trained for this da 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 but instead it's like just all the emotion and like I don't know it every time I watch it it still like puts me on edge and I get like worried whereas now sometimes shows do it where I do like this is like an eye roll moment because they're trying to do something that's topical whereas we're like mm-hmm. Degrassi took so much time to build up to that moment then even after it happened, like, that moment had a ramification for years on characters with, like, mental health issues that they explored. So it was, like, a big pivotal moment of the series, and I thought they handled it really well, which is not something I can always say for <laughs> other two things. Um, but I, it was, yeah, it was interesting, and I do think it was the thing that even people who didn't want to admit that they watched Degrassi are like, oh, yeah, I know that episode. I know that thing. And you're like, well, how do you know about it then if you didn't watch it? Uh, <laughs> I do like, too, that on top of everything else, they showed his family being affected by it. And they also showed Toby, who was good friends with him, 
being affected by it. And it was mm-hmm. it wasn't just like he's a full out like flat out villain. Mm-hmm. They like I don't know. I thought that yeah, was... it's a little more nuanced than that. Um, yeah. I since we're sort of talking about moments that stuck with us, I have to be the one that calls out uh, <laughs> season two where Manny gets hot. And <laughs> yes. I, I'm saying I'm saying this like with as viewing it as a teenager when i saw that episode i was like oh shit manny's hot i understand now that's problematic saying as an adult looking back on a high schooler but like i was like good for her i i didn't like i always was kind of on her side too when she like tells emma like shut the fuck up (laughs) like i'm doing what i want now it's great it's great i felt so happy for and and the fact that like she doesn't just have a moment where she's like oh you're right i was being crazy like I have to go back to normal. Like she just that she kind of just continues that, and then like she continues having a life and her friends and everything. I don't know. Yeah, Manny getting hot is an iconic episode. It's so good, and she goes on this nice arc where it's like my personality is looking like this, but then it's like she kind of mellows out, but her style doesn't change. It's like yeah. no, this is how I want to look, but my whole personality isn't my look. So it's like ah, so great, so good. Mm-hmm. I love it. We appreciate it. Yeah, and then like yeah. the whole, the whole um, just semantics of being like well the principal said that my underwear can't show so i'm just not gonna wear <laughs> underwear the next day at school and i'm just like that is that is you know big like, big brain energy yeah oh my gosh 14 year old me was like my jaw dropped i was like oh my gosh <laughs> doing this <laughs> uh, so good i one of their taglines for their promos was degrassi it goes there and it always goes through Hell my yeah. head i was like they went there they did <laughs> oh also I, I wanted to laugh at the part where i for some reason i was like oh my god you watched it on the end too and liz you watched them that was the only way you could really watch it in america yeah. i think yeah unless you found yeah. like a box set of the dvds like it was on the end and that was the end of the story which maybe i have those <laughs> we know you do kcn <laughs> Oh, well, let's get into a little bit of the history of Degrassi, because there's a bit, but I'm going to try and, like, sprint through it. Um, So it was originally created um, by a woman named Kit, who is a commercial editor, and another woman named Linda. And I don't know if it's Schuler or Skyler, because in my brain, I always read it as Schuler, but then Hamilton came out. I was like, is it The Schuler sisters. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But Linda was a, a junior high teacher. And so she had the idea of, like, making kind of, like, movies or whatnot based off of some, like, Lucy based off of some books. And then she met Kit, who did the editing and new TV stuff. So she's like, great. Um, so then they started to short uh, shoot short films about various kids living near the Degrassi Street in Toronto. And then they produced all these, like, made-for-TV films, which slowly transitioned to a full series called The Kids of Degrassi Street which lasted 26 episodes, and that includes, like, the original films they just kind of put out there. So one of the things I was thinking was, like, that first episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, being a two-parter and being kind of heavy, I was like, oh, that kind of feels like it was shot as a made-for-TV movie. So I kind of wonder if they were like, Mm -hmm. maybe we do this as a pilot kind of thing, but also if not, here's a made-for-TV movie that's also, like, ties into the other series. Yeah, it could be. So I was like, that's kind of smart. Um, Kids of the Degrassi Street, it did win an international Emmy for its final episode of Griff Gets a Hand, which, you know what the plot line of that one is? I'm scared This kid Griff likes to do caricatures of people, and a crossing guard is like, hey, I'd really like if you made a caricature of me. And he's like, I'd love to do that. And he spends so long trying to make it perfect, 
And then um, the crossing guard has a heart attack and dies. And so he was never able to give this caricature to him. And he was like sad because he took so long doing it that now he'll never be able to do it. Wait, right? so what, where does, what hand does he get? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused too on the title. I, I don't get it. Huh. Um, but that was the title. That's depressing. Yeah. Well, I like the titles in The Next Generation better because they're all just like 80s songs. Yes, it's so good. It's yeah. smart. Um, I also like Next Class because they're all like hashtag something. And I thought that was a cool way to like update it. Um, but then after the success of Kids of Degrassi Street, they created a nude series called Degrassi Junior High, which while it had some of the same actors as Kids of Degrassi Street, it was a whole new storyline. It actually took place in, I believe, this fictional school um, with new characters the CGI and school. new places to go. The CGI school. Yeah. <laughs> um, Degrassi Junior High ran for three seasons from 1987 to 1989 and had a total of 42 episodes. Um, which then directly spun off into Degrassi High, uh, <laughs> which ran from 1989 to 1990. It had two seasons and 28 episodes, ending in a final movie, School's Out. Um, I did like in Degrassi Junior High <laughs> that their third season, they wanted to keep the kids who technically should have left junior high and gone to high school. So they're like, um, the high school is too full, so freshmen are now going to take classes at the junior high <laughs> and then <laughs> the last episode of Degrassi junior high the school burns down so then all the junior high kids have to take classes at the high school for Degrassi high well thank and god and it's how they keep the cast yeah I was like which burning down the school is a thing that comes back several times <laughs> um so then like a decade later uh Degrassi the next generation starts and kind of what vaguely hinted out is the kids from Degrassi High it's their 10-year reunion and that's kind of what the first two episodes are about we meet Spike's daughter Emma who actually was born during Degrassi Junior High she's now 14 and she's about to start Junior High Um, and it kind of follows her and all those people it's not Spike's actual daughter right it's just is it Spike's actual why did I think that was her step you're thinking are you thinking of Snake Snake's oh the, yeah, Snake's Snake. the guy. Yeah, Spike is the woman, the woman. <clears throat> yeah, yes. Oh, Spike that's is right. The mom. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Spike is the mom. It's, I'm sorry. It's confusing because it's like Spike and Snake, yeah. which obviously, like, I wanted to watch Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High to see Spike and Snake like get together. They like never talk to each other. <laughs> I was like, oh, Amazing. okay. Um, but Caitlin and Joey do, and they have like a romance. So I'm glad that gets rekindled in the next generation. Um, also, the uh, Principal Radich was actually a teacher in Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi uh, High, so I thought okay. it was kind of nice bringing back some old people. Um, so Degrassi: The Next Generation ran for 14 seasons Jesus for 385 Christ. episodes from 2002 to 2015. I personally have only seen 10 out of the 14 seasons. You I into it. failure. <laughs> I know. Well, the, after the 10th season, I think they switched from the end to Nickelodeon. And it got, I literally looked into it. I think they got different showrunners, but it switched to like a telenovela style. So oh. even though it was already like overdramatic, it like bumped it up more. <laughs> so huh. I was just like, And that's it's when so they introduced some it. of the next class people, yeah? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, so then finally is Degrassi the Next Class, which is a direct continuation, but there was like filming issues, I think, in Toronto. Like maybe they switched companies. 
or it's just that Netflix got the right to like stream it here in America. I don't know, but they switched the name for some reason. And that lasted for four seasons for 40 episodes from 2016 to 2017. And sadly, it was announced in 2019 that it was fully canceled, which is oh, a I don't think I knew bummer. that. <laughs> yeah, the showrunner was like, "Is is done?" So did it have an end? <laughs> they graduated like one of the groups graduated from high school, and it the last episode does kind of feel like mm. a vague finale. But also, if they wanted to do more stuff, they could. But now that everyone's too old, so yeah, it's, they would have to bring in new people. Yeah. Um. And I mean, or they could just pull a Dear Evan Hansen and just have old people being in high school. I mean, it's not Don't like... get me started. <laughs> Waving through a window, yo. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry, continue. From, like, the old folks home. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> get back to work, old man. Um, for those of you who don't know, I feel like we're already 20 minutes into the episode, but Degrassi is just a series of, like, various after-school specials pretty much mixed with the teen drama. They do a lot of different like social issues from time to time, but also just like normal teenage and preteen issues. Um, it'll, I do like for the series that it covers literally from kids in seventh grade to like their first year of college. So you follow these characters for like a good seven years before they're finally out of the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, just to give the listeners and you all some idea of things that might have happened. I found a BuzzFeed article with 23 Degrassi's, like, got way too fucking real moments. (laughs) And I just wanted to read some of them, because some of them kind of made me chuckle. The first one's not. Uh, Character JT gets stabbed by a Lakehurst student on Liberty's (laughs) birthday, (laughs) which is heartbreaking. Um, Yeah, we already talked about the school shooting. Um, Oh, my gosh. When Manny chooses to have an abortion they have several abortion episodes and they're done i think really well especially the new class did a one where i thought was like an interesting take on it and whatnot who has um, one in new class oh uh, lola does okay and then it accidentally That's... gets tweeted out that she had one and then she just tells people it's it's dramatic but too much oh here's one um when emma contracted gonorrhea by giving <laughs> jay a blow job in exchange for sex bracelets classic yeah i did not remember that episode um the sex yeah, bracelets later. dude the those? sex bracelets oh my gosh Ooh, number 15 when craig stopped taking his bipolar medication and ended up wandering the streets and finding a homeless man degrassi it goes there uh, <laughs> and, and my absolute favorite is the story of claire um claire's sister tried to commit suicide then her boyfriend drove his car off a cliff. She dated her stepbrother. She was sexually assaulted. Then she got cancer. One of her best friends died. Her boyfriend cheated on her. Then she got pregnant. And then she had a miscarriage. Who the that fuck all was happened Claire? Here. Claire was Darcy's little sister. Who's Darcy, you say? She's super religious. <laughs> I need to look up. Um, there's also just the fun moment when Paige got stoned and went to a college interview. Ooh, Fiona, when she kissed her twin brother, Declan. And those Wait. are just some of the things that happened. Ew. <laughs> uh, who, who do you guys think uh, is the most underrated or undervalued character in Degrassi? Because there's only one answer. Well, I feel like I know who you're going to say, and it's the truth. <laughs> oh, now I want to know who you... Who, say it then. Let's oh, go for this say exercise. Th- 
I would say Liberty was like the most oh, underappreciated I mean, member. Obviously. Maybe I also I think like screen time. What? Wait, Liz, do you have an opinion? Uh, no. I my my choice will be Hazel because I feel like Hazel's just always there, but yes. Hazel's amazing and she like really doesn't have any storylines. It feels like, but she's just mm-hmm. around all the time. I love Hazel. She's so pretty she, too. Yeah, and oh, I'm yeah, so sad because cool. they actually like. She had one amazing episode about her like hiding the fact that she was Muslim because of all of the Islamophobia <gasps> because of nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was just like someone actually like saying the quiet thing out loud for once. It was nice. And then right. she like never got another plot line until she dated Jimmy. And then it was just she was dating Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, but yes, those are some of the the fun Degrassi moments, if you were wondering what the show was like. I think that sums <laughs> it up pretty well. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about um, episode four. I don't remember what it's titled because I didn't look it up and I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, no. I have the Beholder. I have the Beholder. I have the Beholder. No, you got the look is a different one I watched, I think. Yeah. I think they changed into actual, like... Um, song titles in like season two or something Mm -hmm. is when they actually like picked up that idea which i liked it's much better to be like did you guys see when doves cry part one and two (laughs) like yeah it's really good um so i'm gonna do a little synopsis synopsis i'm gonna do a little synopsis um today and just so you know this episode has like three kind of storylines going um but it's not that confusing, I hope. So we'll find out. <laughs> um, so the first and like the A plot is that uh, Degrassi Junior High is having its first nighttime dance. There's a girl named Terry who doesn't want to go because she thinks she's too fat for a guy to ask her, especially the guy she has a crush on named Spinner. Then her best friend Ashley convinces Terry to go if she gives her a makeover. And after the makeover is done, Terry's like all ready to go. She's feeling kind of nervous. This other girl, Paige, Michael Chuck, who's fantastic. Iconic. Um, iconic, really. Um, she tells Terry that if she wants to feel more confident, she should drink some sherry um, as a way to sabotage Terry because Paige also has a crush on Spinner. So Paige gets Terry drunk. They go to the dance. Terry dances with Spinner, and it's a hoot. Um, and then <laughs> Terry gets sick, and she throws up in the bathroom. And then the next Monday after the school dance, Terry goes to school kind of embarrassed and she finds out that Paige and Spinner are now together and she's like bummed about it. So that's plot one. <laughs> plot two is that uh, a new kid at school arrives. His name's Sean. Um, he was mysteriously held back for a year. We don't know why. And another kid, Jimmy, who's Drake, um, keeps on making <laughs> just like comments at the fact Aubrey that- Graham, get it Aubrey right. Aubrey Graham. Um, Jimmy keeps on making comments of, like, that Sean got held back, and Sean finally gets angry at the school dance and tries to fight Jimmy. And then Emma steps in, and it's like, hey, Sean, do you want to dance? And they dance and kind of stop that, and it starts Emma and Sean's romantic storyline to go on later. And the C-plot is Toby and JT, two other kids at the school, decide (laughs) to skip the dance and look at porn that night together. And... (laughs) They get caught by Toby's parents, and then their parents force them to watch porn together. And there's no non-way, like, creepy way to describe that. That's that's all that happened. <laughs> well, is it um, watch hilarious. porn, or is it look at? Because I kind of got the vibe that it was pictures and not video. Well, it's dial-up. I think they could only get pictures back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that video was As someone who like grew up with dial-up, uh, <laughs> I can confirm. There was no streaming back then. Yeah, so, um, I mean... It's like a Flash player. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, strong, bad porn. <laughs> yeah. Strong, bad emails. Um, my hot take so far from this episode is the fact, like, what... What like fifteen year old knows what cherry is like? Thank you. <laughs> like I would be like w- this alcohol. I don't know what it is, but this is alcohol. Like, yeah. I think I'd at least know wine, but I wouldn't be like, let's have some sherry, Terry. Exactly. Like sherry, Terry. Yeah. This Sherry's new name at school. Dude, Paige sucks so hard in this episode. It makes me. Paige so sucks mad. at a lot of episodes. I know. <laughs> She's so mean. She is. You know who really sucks, and it's literally my first note of the episode. Spinner. Spinner sucks. Yeah, Spinner I hate sucks. him. It starts off the episode with him doing the stupid thing where he pokes someone's checks, and they're like, "Oh, there's something on your shirt," and like flicks their nose when they look down. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. "Really? This is hey, the guy that you have a crush on?" <laughs> All I can think now when I see Spinner is that he's an Uber driver now. Yeah. <laughs> True story, <laughs> listeners. Which hey, like, good for get him. it, get it, dude. You need to make that. Though. He also has a music career, which we know times were hard. So yeah. be an Uber driver. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, I would die if Spinner picked me up from the club, the club, <laughs> the club, <clerb. laughs> where we all I mean, fam. <laughs> obviously, uh, I'm not at the club ever, so that would never happen. Oh my gosh. Um, what were your thoughts on the episode? Um, I mean, this episode's great. I feel like it has a little bit of everything, which is wonderful. Yeah. It was a good choice for this, uh, for this, for sure. Thank you. Um, I, I feel like, uh, Terry is an interesting character, because I think she's also somewhat, I don't remember her that much, like, being part of, like, really huge storylines, I guess. She was kind of always, like, a side character. Yeah, they Uh, always, like, trot her out when they need to, like, talk about, like body positivity or abusive boyfriends or something else traumatic yeah and she's kind of just like ashley's punching bag most of the time yeah ashley Mm -hmm. also sucks yeah ashley does suck um but yeah i i think that it's a good episode because obviously terry's storyline is uh one that a lot of people deal with and um, I mean, first of all, you look at Terry and you're like, why would you ever think you're even fat? Like, you're, like, not fat. I mean, I, I, she's TV fat. I get fat. at that age, she's but yeah. She's TV fat. Yeah. Um, she's also, like, middle schooler. I hate how I look no matter how I would look right now. Yeah. Right. So, anything I mean, like, doesn't Paige norm, think she's unquote. fat at some point, too? I mean, like. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I feel like uh, I'd much rather be Terry's body and her personality than Paige. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I I when the episode started, I was like, "Oh man, does she have a shitty dad?" But then I she has a actually nice dad, and I yeah. was like, "Oh okay, good, good. I'm glad she has a nice dad. Like he was very positive and like Terry, you're beautiful. Like you shouldn't feel bad about mm-hmm. yourself and blah, blah blah." And I was like, "Okay, good. I like this. I like that we have a supportive parent because a lot of times the these kind of episodes, it's like also their parents are like, "Yeah, you're fucking disgusting." Like. And they yeah. are also mean and terrible. As evidenced just by like, the movie Camp, where they wire the yes. daughter's mouth shut. Yes. <laughs> or they're just like, honey, do you really want to wear that to the dance? It would be like something like that. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make comments really that I think you're that? fat, but yeah. Like, oh, why don't you just have one slice of pizza? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, something like that. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I had pizza at night, so I'm thinking about pizza. Um, but <laughs> guys, I had a corn dog yesterday. It was amazing. Ooh. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked uh Toby and JT storyline is hilarious. Um, it's I a classic love... JT and Toby storyline. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. I Tales literally time. love so much that he pulls that paper out in class and is like, "This is what we're doing." And he has a paper with like a bunch of typed out URLs that he <laughs> has printed off the internet. Like, why the fuck did he print it? Because it was typed. It looked like it was typed when they were looking at it later. I mean, because at first I thought, oh, it's scribbled on. Like, somebody just wrote down URLs. Yeah. Uh But, like, it looks like it was typed and then printed off. So I'm like... Maybe the cousin emailed emailed it? Yeah, but I'm like, then why not? Why did you have to print it? Uh, Because they're so stupid. (laughs) I don't know. I guess email was harder to get to. (laughs) Um, I do love the the line when they're looking at the list. And I, I forget which one, but one of them is like, wow, look at the URLs. Are these real? Like, yeah. Well, and the oh. URLs are like, like the one point where they're like, which one do you want to try first? And he's like, the one with the three X's in it. And he goes, okay, f- what is it like? Foxy XXX or something. It was like something very tame <laughs> sounding. Which sex XXX. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there also a Foxy something on there? Because I was just there like, was a foxy, foxy something. Yeah. Uh, Silly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, JT says, boobage, here we come. And I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was hilarious. Honestly, like, the school dance, I remember that Terry's plotline that happened. Because I actually, like, even as a kid, I was, one, I loved that Terry lived in um, an apartment. Because I was like, I lived in an apartment. I know what that's like. I've never seen this before in a show. And it made me really happy. And also just, like, the person who's supposed to be, like, the fat person who's pining after someone was, like, it was actually reciprocated. And I remember kind of liking yeah. that as a kid, too. I um, mean, to me, Spinner is, like, equally chubby to Terry. And a horrible That's what person, I, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's like, funny and a dick, so girls like that in high school. <laughs> why, why was anyone fighting over Spinner? Right? I, like, I mean, yeah. So confused. I mean, like... Yeah, he doesn't, he's definitely nowhere near the typical, like, hot high school boy. Like, he's, like, a little chubby, like, I mean, I think he's, like, fine looking, I don't care. I mean, I'm, obviously I'm not judging how attractive he is as a high school student, but, like, you know, I mean, I don't know, it's just funny to me, because, yeah, he, there's nothing really, like, he doesn't really have anything going for him as, like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, he played sports, I guess, I don't know. But, like, not really, because that's Jimmy's thing. In this first season, they're very much on, like, we have some specific archetypes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, all the archetypes are very spilled out in the opening sequence. Yeah. Can we talk about the opening sequence? Are you are you going to talk about that? Because I mean, we need to. Yeah. It. I'm going to say it. I say this every episode, y'all. But it slaps. It is so good. And I much prefer the season one and two version, where it's like the solo singer because they switched in season three or four to like the children choir being like (laughs) it is awful but also like like, (laughs) basically but yeah like the whole opening sequence is just like the camera speeding through school and like stopping as like it shows Paige Michael being a cheerleader and like I don't know what the fuck Emma's doing, probably being annoying somewhere. And I think she sticks out her tongue, right? Oh, no, that's later season. Just kidding. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, and then, like, Jimmy's, like, playing basketball, and Ashley's, like, on the stage step-touching in the choir. Yeah. Is this the one that ends with it zooming in on the kid's butt, though? Yeah, with the like, cell phone. Yeah, with yeah, the cell phone. and then it says, yeah. like, www.degrassi.tv or something. Yeah. <laughs> At, the At least the one I watched I... in. It makes me laugh. I know in the the next opening that they do, which I think is just season two, it stops on like a jean jacket and the it's jacket. Marcos and he walks away. Yeah. And I was like, he's so cool. <laughs> um, I think, honestly, out of the whole series, my favorite intro was actually the Grassi the next class because I like that it's like them looking yeah. through social media and it stops and like they have little videos that play for them, but mm-hmm. it's like Aww. going through their social media accounts. And I think the remix they kind of did was like, updated and sounds fine yeah, like it's, it's not good. an annoying is it the same song yeah oh. but it's just new music and like a new singer and whatnot but it's mm-hmm. like more poppy thing i don't i want to say techno but it's not techno <laughs> <laughs> i'm like they use like <laughs> it's more auto-tuned <laughs> no, that's the word i was like every time you hear auto-tune i'm like that's techno right that's what techno is that's <laughs> just techno no, um, that's good no I like it. I every time though I think of the intro, I just think of the woman going na 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 yeah <laughs> during like the second part. If yes. I hold it up, if I do, if I do, <laughs> uh, be so the best. Miss the me. You know how mad I was though in a later season when they were talking about like the Degrassi school song, and I was like, oh, they're gonna sing whatever it takes, and then they did this other th- song altogether that was boring as shit, and I was like, what? <laughs> And then I was like, oh, I guess it makes sense. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> like, here, here is the, the esteemed alma mater from Degrassi Senior High School, written in 1842. And it's just, like, a bunch of kids singing, like, what a lot of it takes. I know I can make it through. Um, I mean, which is a great song to hear as a kid, but also a weird school song to sing. They're like, what happens at your school? And they're like, it's burned down three times already. Don't ask. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, (laughs) I was very pleased to find out for this episode, um, speaking of random moments and Jimmy playing basketball, that this is the iconic, like, internet meme. Iconic. Iconic internet meme of Jimmy dribbling a ball and a random kid comes up and takes the ball and Jimmy continues to pretend like he has a basketball. I don't even think I caught that. (laughs) I didn't catch it either. (laughs) He's he's walking to talk to Sean. He's just like dribbling this ball. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I thought you meant like in a basketball game. And I was like, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, I'm like, where is that kid going? And he just kind of like shrugs like, I guess he took my basketball. And then it's like, hey, Sean. I was like, what? Who staged this scene? Yeah. Like earlier when Terry's like, hey, Spinner, do you want my notes? And he's like, yeah. And then they turn to a car and start walking towards it. But then stop right before they get to the car to continue to having their conversation for no reason. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Interesting choices. Things I notice. Um, yeah, I... I kind of forgot about Sean being a person until this, like he showed up in this. And then I was like, oh yeah, he kind of sucks too, right? But like, I sucks. he's such an interesting... Like, it's funny to me i don't really understand um him and emma's dynamic also i do love that emma just goes for it in this episode like yeah well she goes for it in the first episode of the whole show and almost gets <laughs> well, killed. That's yeah <laughs> but like i just like that she's i don't know to me she's not the typical like you know reserved 
quiet girl. Like, she's kind of quiet girl and, like, a little shy sometimes. But then at the same time, she just goes up and asks him to dance. Like, I like that about her character. I think she's a fun character. She's, well, I she, mean, she gets She is a go-getter. Later, she, um, yeah. she, like, she's starts all the clubs and is very, like, socially and politically active, so. Yeah. Yes. No. I liked that, too. I mean, I'll say, honestly, Sean was one of my, like, grade school crushes. So. Boo. Boo, indeed. I'll take that boo, and I'll be like, yeah, it makes sense. I think the only boy I found cute in the show was uh, Dylan, Paige Michael Chuck's gay brother, because he was very cute. He did not do it for me. I remember when Marco started dating him, I was like, yay, gay boys. Marco, you can do better. (laughs) Uh, Marco should settle for it because he's, he's, he's dating out of his league. <laughs> he's just older. No, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I think, I think Sean was the first time that I saw like the reformed bad boy stereotype Ugh. and like, oh, they're secretly a nice guy that I was like, what is this? He's nice. And then now I'm older and I'm like, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say he's better than Spinner because I think Spinner is literally the worst person on the show. I hate Spinner. Yeah, if you really later seasons. If there are any listeners who are like pro spinner, if you need to be reminded how shitty he is, just watch the fucking episode where Marco gets hate crimed, like where Spinner just uses the F slur like fourteen times. It's awful. Yeah. And let me say that actor, sorry Shane Kipple, it felt very comfortable coming from your mouth, so (laughs) (laughs) It's a little too used to saying that. Yeah, it did not I mean, seem it, like you struggled. It was what year? I mean, there's. I would yeah. say that the year that it came out, yeah. a lot of boys probably were saying that as like a fun oh, thing to yeah. say. Oh yeah, I heard it way time. too much in my high school. Oh yeah, yeah. It would have been like what? So I wouldn't be shocked if he was yeah. saying it a lot. What a yeah. time to be alive, Liz. Did you hear it a lot at your all-girls Catholic school? No, actually. <laughs> That's I was good. not a commonly used. I I would say that like, uh, if anything, maybe people would be like, "That's gay" or something. Like that would be yeah. like the oh word. yeah. Like and then that was... and then Hillary Duff came out of nowhere and was like, "Hey, it's not cool to say something's gay." <laughs> and she was right. <sighs> that like that commercial was amazing. That promo is so good. I watched it's this whole so uh funny. video. It was uh, Nick DeRimo, and he was doing a whole video about the uh, 9-11. Like, after 9-11, um, Disney did all these, like, promotional videos about the flag. Like, oh. it was like, oh, yeah. I love the flag. Like, the flag means <laughs> this, and the flag means that, and blah, blah, blah. Why didn't they just go forward in time and use the footage from RuPaul's Drag Race where all the queens <laughs> are, like, with the flag, and fucking Alexis Mateo's like, well, else but in America, can a girl like me get a freaking chorizo? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bobby. <laughs> Oh but yeah, it was it was great. Um, yeah, no, this show definitely teleports me to the two thousand, like early two thousands. It's pretty fun. That's why I like it as a comfort show because I feel like it's just uh, the fashion. The fashion great because to me the fashion in this is actually what people were wearing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was saying that to Isaiah. He was like, "Wow, did everyone dress bad on this show?" And I was like, "No, this is like what kids." <laughs> granted, I say they, I think they fit a touch better than actual high schoolers would Mm -hmm. choose their clothes like they always felt a little oversized in high school but it was like the things people were actually wearing yeah well oversized comes a couple years later but trust me they do that (laughs) it goes there (laughs) it goes there (laughs) Uh, which speaking of so uh, 
the outfits for the dance actually kind of drove me up a wall <laughs> because I remember my middle school dances and while we didn't like look amazing like everyone here was just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and I was like what this wasn't well, the prom this was just like a mixer essentially but it was like I have to go home to get ready and they'd be like I'm glad you put on your tie-dye t-shirt instead of your other t-shirt you were wearing and now you're ready for the dance well, you it's like so Emma. Much. Emma's outfit was like every limited two catalog. Like I yeah. was like, okay, get it, girl. Um, she didn't yeah. wear her dolphin pants. What is that? I, <laughs> I also will say I was very. I think this whole plot line was hilarious. That this was their first outside of school dance, and I was like, how did they? So they, they had prom though, right? Well, this is a junior high. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah. it's making more sense. So it's like I think they randomly, graders. yeah. I think they don't explain it in this one, but I think they just randomly like merge the high school and the junior high the next season. Okay, which is why like season two has like a dozen more characters to it too, and they're like gotcha. all these high school students were freshmen. Yeah, I did think it was nice though because I think in the first season of Degrassi Junior High, there's a plot line about how they're doing the first ever school dance at the junior okay. high. And it is like it has to be a daytime dance. It's like a whole thing. So it was nice that it like. It well, came yeah, they back kept talking about later. daytime dances, and I was like, "What the hell is a daytime dance? Like, is that like recess, but they play music?" I don't. I was like, <laughs> "What are you?" Like? Just a I rave think the on the playground. Was that it took place either they had a half day or it took place right after school. So it would be like three o'clock till five. We have a dance, and now it's done. Oh my gotcha. god. As like an adult and someone who like in this scenario would be chaperoning the dance, that's what I want. I don't want to come back to the school at like 7pm. Yeah, but then kids don't have time to get ready. They have to like wear their stuff while they're at school, which is why it made me angry that all these kids just wear t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> yeah. I was like, utilize the time. You know what? Except for Terry and Paige Michael Chuck. Because even Ashley was wearing just like a normal weird like rocker tee for no reason, which I was like, that is not your style. What is this look on you? It was uh, and, foreshadowing her goth phase. I can't wait for it. She's so much better when she's goth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then like, I like Terry still doing a tank top, but then having the fun skirt that was also like ankle length and somehow they rolled it to like knee length. It was like I, calf yeah. length and they were like, oh, it's too long. And then they like moved it up like half an inch and like it's so sexy now and i was like okay <laughs> yeah terry is like i look like a slut i can't <laughs> like this and she's Paige like, is like you know it's <laughs> Paige is like you won't feel slutty if you drink this wine the sherry <laughs> the sherry <laughs> um but Paige, i thought Paige's outfit was really cute like that it was like a crop top yeah <laughs> i was With like a little okay. belly button <laughs> yeah she also wore something that i the episode after it, I think, is Parents' Day. And to Parents' Day, she also wore a crop top and then had, like, a belly change and low-rise jeans. And I was like, you were the moment. Well, as we <laughs> learn from as we learn from the season two episode where Manny gets hot, like, the school dress policy doesn't really care about low-rise jeans or tummy showing or spaghetti straps. It's mostly about your underwear hanging out of your pants. A hundred percent. Which I think is it probably does. good because that uh, also goes for any gender because yeah, I think male presenting people also have their underwear hanging out of their pants a lot so yeah um, i do i mean i feel like that's a fair dress code policy i mean like yeah, yeah. i don't want to see kids underwear yeah i i know i completely agree <laughs> um i did want to talk about one more thing and it's a phenomenon that i don't understand okay 
Why do boys insist on watching porn together? I don't understand it. You're literally talking to somebody that doesn't would never understand that, so I think you're gonna say you're literally talking to someone who watches porn with their friends all the time. <laughs> you're no. literally talking to the expert. I wrote a book on this. Great. No. Uh, <laughs> See, to me I think the same thing about strip clubs though. I'm like, why would you wanna go hang same. out with your bros and look at boobies? Like I don't I just don't boobies. get it. I mean, the one time I went to a strip club we were up there and we were just like tipping people, but we were like, that is skill. We like your outfit. And we were very loud about it. Yeah. But also, we also like you're appreciating different things. Yeah. So I got, I understand the appeal of a strip club. I don't know why straight guys want to jerk off to it right then, but I thought it was a fantastic show. Yeah. I don't, I, but... I'm a little prude. I'm a little prude baby. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm a little prude baby. Prude baby. Uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll also like so in junior high even though I'm like I didn't have friends I didn't actually have friends but I do remember for this kid's birthday we went over to his house and we were like hanging out in his room and he's like what do we want to do and we're like I don't know we're all bored there's nothing to do he's like well I know what I guess we're supposed to do and then just pulls up porn and then everyone is just kind of like looking at each other for a second and then goes back to like playing a video game or something and then there's just porn playing in the background no one paying attention to it it's just there and i was just like so wild (laughs) yeah it was just like because i feel like it's a trope on so many tv shows and stuff of like yeah teenage boys just like look at porn together and i was just like i feel like that's also maybe an old thing because like maybe because it wasn't as accessible because i doubt that's happening as often now that you have like a phone and a tablet that you can like easily access it like by yourself. Like, you know, I mean, okay. For Toby and and, uh, JT in this episode, it's like, I kind of got the vibe that like they had to go to Toby's house because like, that's where they were going to be able to use the computer that didn't have parental controls and the parents were going to be gone. So like, it was a harder thing to get. Like, like JT maybe wouldn't have been able to do that at his house. Like, and he wouldn't have had access to anything at home to watch it. Like, to me, it makes more sense in, like, this scenario where it's dial-up internet and there's maybe you don't even have a computer at home versus in today's world where it literally everyone has a computer. And then, to me, it would be a little bit more weird. I mean, it's yeah. weird either way, but, like, the, Which the mean, less access thing makes more sense. Yeah. Not my thing, but, like, kudos to having that good <laughs> friendship that strong bond that you can do this together. Like, no shame. Boys, if you want to watch porn together, do, do what you want to do. It's all cool. but not Also, Casey's. look into ethical porn options. Just putting that yeah, out that, there. Casey, like, your story reminds me. free range. <laughs> Cage free. Cage free porn. porn. Um, though some people are into that. Um, I, your story made me think of when I was in, oh God, fourth grade or something i went to a friend's house for a sleepover for his birthday and he thought that the best idea we were like let's watch a movie and he really wanted to watch titanic only for the scene where you see kate winslet's tits but i'm like this movie is too long for the payout like it is not worth the entire watch of the movie just to (laughs) see her tits in like the first third of the movie 
just fast forward to it. Just fast forward to it. Yeah. We have the deck. We watched the whole movie. Also, there no. are so many horror movies that is literally just like all boobies. Like, why wouldn't you just watch Carrie's that? the opening scene. And I'm here over as a gay kid being like, this is one of the best movies ever. Just throw that on. No one's going to question it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing to talk about is Terry's amazing dancing, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what was funny is that I don't think her dancing was that crazy or bad. But, like, everyone was like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, I don't know. I was like, I don't feel like she's doing anything that weird. Like, to me, she just looks like she was having fun. Like, yeah. I mean, she was. But I feel like if everyone else was just dancing, nobody would have looked at her. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know. But people don't dance at middle school dances. That's the whole yeah, thing. That was the problem, Liz. Okay. They were dancing. Uh, I also, like, kudos to the actress. Like, I can't imagine being, like, actually, like, thir- like 14 or 15 and be like, okay, now act like you're drunk. And be like, what? Yeah. Uh, I'll try. And I was like, she wasn't awful at it. She's fine. No, yeah, She's I fine. feel like she didn't do, like, the really default stereotypical things that you do when you're playing drunk, which is nice. I have a video a home video somewhere floating in my basement that is of my friends over from my birthday party sleepover and we made an episode of friends which it wasn't really like friends because none of us played like friends characters because none of us were friends because we all hated each other Um, (laughs) and (laughs) but uh we were like at a bar and i was the bartender and i had like a little shirt that i made into a crop top like i rolled it up so that it was a crop top and then my one of my friends was at the bar and you know my the bar in my basement it was the same bar and uh and (laughs) she like holds up a plastic cup and she's leaning over the bar and she's like pour me another one (laughs) (laughs) my favorite part of that story is that you were like i'm not edgy enough to actually make the shirt a crop top i'm just gonna roll it up oh yeah no Oh, yeah, it yeah. was like, you know, like the limited to how they had those really stretchy shirts. It was like one of those kind of shirts. So it was easy to like tuck because it was so stretch. It was all just like elastic. So like it just mm. like the shirts that are like this big and you like pull them out. or like- That was also one of the ones in the video, but it wasn't that shirt. It was like a tank top and it was like the top part was blousey, but then like under the bust, it was like all elastic, like really like clean elastic. Yeah. Or um, smocking. That's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like elastic, <clears throat> a ton of elastic. Yeah, no, but one yeah. of those bubble popcorn shirts was totally in the video because my friend, oh my uh, one of my other friends borrowed it from me because I had one of those. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I remember one of my professors was talking about his friend and he's like, she just has the most wild fashion sense and like you never know what she's going to wear. One time she picked up the shirt and it was so small, I didn't even know it was a shirt. I thought it was a little bag. And then she put it on, and it fit her perfectly. And it was like, <laughs> it turned into this big thing. And it was wild. And my brain was like, yeah, you mean like a shirt everyone had in middle school? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that wild, bro. <laughs> oh. Um, Classic. And I, I guess the final thing I just wanted to ask, and this is mostly pointed at Alec. Do you remember what Toby's dad looks like? And did you think he was cute? Because I thought he was cute. <laughs> <laughs> God, now I, I know he's in this episode and I can't even remember. I'm hitting all the main points of the show. Uh, he was wearing one of those short sleeve shirts that actually has long sleeves on it for some reason that like hit below the elbow. <laughs> and I was oh, like, You're God, doing it for no, me. he does not do it for me. <laughs> he did it for me. God, this is not. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Casey. Casey. Yes. Casey. Yes, Paige. <laughs> Why are you like this? 
I mean, gosh, this shows my whole personality. Let's be real. It's still broken. Uh, (laughs) Your personality is still broken. (laughs) It's still broken. Um, No, yeah, this is literally one of my favorite shows of all time still. I still think it's bizarre I haven't actually watched the whole thing. But if we're talking about nostalgic shows, I was even thinking about it when we did The Boy Meets World. And we're like, this is the thing to go for the 90s. Um, But I think Degrassi is that for like the 2000s where it really is like this takes me back this is really like a time capsule of like my my childhood perfectly um and it goes there how can you not like it goes there y'all it goes there this was the drama i wanted in high school but was too scared and was also afraid might actually happen (laughs) (laughs) if this was a drama that was probably happening around you in high school but you just were not paying attention i mean some of it was and i actually did pay attention but that's what happens when you stay in your own lane. Good. Does that answer your question? <laughs> sure. That's why I'm like this. That's why I'm a broken person now. Teenage years were weird. Yeah. I don't like it. Before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like to let you know that we do have a visual companion to accompany this episode. You can find it on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our generation Why Am I Like This fan page. And if you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is why am I like this at gmail.com. And don't forget, right now we are still taking your suggestions for our Why Are You Like This month in November. And you can just put that on our Facebook page or on our Instagram. Yes, and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Um, tell us your most awkward high school story that will get cut out of the episode anyway because it's very inappropriate (laughs) y'all i told some stories and just be glad you can't hear them (laughs) yeah there's gonna be a lot of this episode is really gonna be like 30 minutes and right now we're at an hour so you know what degrassi it went there and it went there it went there it took me there too and i'm sorry you all can't be for the journey sorry anyway so many good things (laughs) Many good things. Um, I, 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 I'll go first. I. Ah. Um, I have two songs that I want to talk about because they're really fun and they just came out recently. Um, two weeks ago, as of we're recording this, uh, Kim Petras just put out a new song called The Future Is Now. It is a fucking bop. It slaps all of the things. Um, also, I, for some reason, wasn't following Kim Petras before on Instagram. I am now and she has a very fun sense of humor um and uh the lyric video for the song uh is just like a bunch of french baked goods and it just makes me happy um and then the next one just came out this past week and it is called good ones by charlie xcx it also slaps it also good both of these are like very dance pop so like you kind of have to be in the mood for that but i've been in the mood for that and i've been listening to them on repeat for hours at a time so yeah that's what i got nice what about you liz um okay so i'm gonna go with uh another weirdly another quibi show that is now on roku tv wild um and so i you remember when i talked about murder house flip Mm -hmm. which i really liked um so this one is called mapleworth murders and First of all, both of you need to watch this 100% because Nicole Byer is in the fourth episode. But it's literally just a bunch of funny people and it's uh, making fun of cozy mystery books. Like, I mean, it's just a joke version. It's like a hugely satire joke version of Murder, She Wrote style show. 
Like, I mean, even the main character is supposed to be writing a book, but she never writes the book. Um, and she lives in this little town, and she's like, it's a little cozy town. And she's like, I've solved 116 murders here. And her niece is like, 116? Like, <laughs> like, how do you have that many murders in this town? Um, I mean, it's super ridiculous. Because, like, the first, like, so they're really short episodes, like the murder house flip as well. So, like, the first three episodes are about one of the murders. And that murder is, like, the guy owns a, uh, like, a butcher shop, and he gets killed by, like, somebody shoving a ham in his face. Oh, my God. Um, like, <laughs> and then Nicole Byer, Nicole Byer is the one that gets murdered in her episode. Oh, And she gets murdered alert. by, like, a giant barrel of wine rolling over her, <laughs> and she gets flattened like a pancake. Like, she, like, Amazing. literally looks oh. like a flat body. Like, flat it's so body funny. Girls. anyways it's ridiculous i mean it's got a lot of uh like nbc comedian people in it like a ton of people from uh 30 rock like are in it because tina fey shows up you know like jack the in the guy that works at you know how i'm talking about right yeah yeah anyways whatever (laughs) it's really funny and silly (laughs) and it's been making me happy so nice nice um well, my mini good thing this week is that, so I went to an indoor movie, I think for the first time, if, unless mm. if I said that before, but since, uh, since the pandemic No one's cross-checking our podcast, don't worry. Um, if you can look at our podcast wiki, just to double check yeah. that I haven't said this before. No. Um, but I went to see uh, Shang-Chi, the new Marvel movie, and it was really good. I had a really fun time. Nice. Good fight scenes, good humor. Um, actually a very touching story and I'm also just very happy that this um, Asian-led superhero movie is like kind of breaking box office records for Labor Day weekend and also is like surpassing the estimated goal that it was going to have anyway so maybe we'll get more movies like this in the future which makes me happy that's awesome um can I also say in somewhat related to that but Candyman uh the the week that Candyman came out uh the it is the first movie ever to be number one in the box office that was directed by a black woman and i was just like that's oh, wow. pretty effing cool that's so awesome. um i i did enjoy Candyman a lot it was really good so uh it wasn't my many good thing because to me it wasn't perfect but i really <laughs> liked it a lot and uh i love that it was directed by a black woman and that she made you know the news like she made like a difference and like it was cool yeah so love that she was a number one <clears throat> you're my oh. number one anyway that's our episode okay. <laughs> thank you all for listening and tune in next week when liz is going to take us on a wonderful journey about yeah i actually changed it we're gonna do mouse, <laughs> <laughs> gonna do mouse on a motorcycle which what honestly is that? <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched this movie since I was a child, it's a movie? so I do not, I do not remember it that well. Uh, oh, great, but so I it's gonna be like the fucking. Um, hey, it's only like Brandon forty Leonard minutes. Show. So uh, no, I mean it's like a kids. It's a movie about a mouse who rides a motorcycle. So it's nothing Spoilers. like the Brendan Leonard show. But I do remember the mouse going like, like it makes its own sound effects when it's driving so that's like literally the only thing i remember about the movie oh, so i'm excited to rewatch it <laughs> the mouse just goes oh the mouse is Maganja Estranja. thank you for listening <laughs> bye, bye. bye.